Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine, sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey, girl, welcome to this week's episode of The Fearless Mujer. I am so excited that you're here. Thank you for joining me for another cup of virtual cafecito. If you're new to this podcast, let me just say welcome. So excited to have you. However you found this podcast, I am so honored that you are here. Now, today, I want to answer a specific question that I get asked. So one of the things that Mujeres reach out to say to me is, well, how is it that you're able to talk about God and you're comfortable, or they've asked me, like, how do you know, like, scriptures? How do I get closer to God or to my faith? How do I kind of begin that journey? So one of the things that I do want to mention is, like, I know that everyone does not subscribe to the same belief that perhaps I do when it comes to faith, and that's completely fine. If you've heard earlier episodes of this podcast, You'll know that I had a faith-based podcast and then I rebranded because I really felt led to speak specifically to my Latina sisters. And another thing that you will know if you've been listening to earlier episodes of this podcast is that I used to be suicidal. I was not raised in church or anything like that, but later in my adult years, in my 20s, I really began to start my faith journey with God, I really began to get serious about my faith. So when I talk about God, when I talk about a Bible verse, anything like that, it's not because that's how I was brought up, right? I didn't grow up in church. I knew nothing about the Bible. I knew of a God, but I didn't know how to have a relationship with him. So when I talk about God, I'm talking about my relationship with God. Now, one of the things that I want to share as well today on this episode is that I have been heard in church. So a lot of times mujeres kind of walk away from God because they were heard in church. A lot of times we've been heard by, by people who have portrayed themselves to be representatives of God, and then they totally failed because they ended up just hurting us, Right. So there is a difference from relationship and religion. But this episode specifically is not about religion. It's more about me answering the question that I've been asked to the women specifically who are like, 
how do I get closer to God? Or I feel like I should go back to church. Or how do I begin to implement my faith in what I'm doing? Right? Because we're living in a culture that people don't really want to talk about the God stuff. And that's completely fine, right? So here's what I'm going to say to you, okay? If you are somebody who's like, I feel so disconnected, I maybe grew up in church or, you know, we went to mass or whatever the case is for you, but now you're in a season of your life where you're like, okay, well, how do I even begin to go down that path of really getting strong in my faith? And the thing about faith is that it's not one size fits all, right? Everybody has their own idea of what faith is. And faith really is not being able to see what you're having your faith rooted in or hoping in. And so when it comes to faith, it makes it hard to really understand exactly what faith is. And I'll tell you this right now, faith is something that is so beautiful and special And it's just so much deeper than saying like, I'm this religion or this is what I believe. Faith is really truly what roots you. And so what I mean by that is if you are going through hard times, where do you run to? If you are facing uncertain times, where do you go? And the thing about that is that a lot of times when you don't understand faith for yourself, you want to almost think that, okay, well, faith has to do with church. And, you know, a lot of people might disagree with me because I don't believe that you have to go to church to exercise your faith. Now, I'm not saying like, oh, don't go to church, anything like that, if you do. But what I'm saying is that A lot of people think that, okay, the way that I practice my faith is by me going to church, by me doing church activities. I don't subscribe to that belief because as somebody who has been hurt in church, I understand that even when others hurt me, I will still have my faith. My faith is still something that I hold on to. And so According to the Bible, faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. So you're literally hoping for something, right? You have this hope that is so strong. And even if you can't see it, you believe it. And so when it comes to faith, it takes so much energy and it takes so much to focus your energy on that belief, right? So this is why, and I hope I didn't confuse that (laughs) because sometimes it could be like a tongue twister, but this is why people of faith have so much belief in prayer because it's not just about church, right? Now, here's where like, People that are religious or legalistic, people that need to follow a lot of rules to like, I guess, define that they are a good Christian or a good Catholic or whatever it is, right? People that think, okay, well, I have to do these things and then that shows my faith. Now, faith 
is such a powerful thing that when you are a person of faith and you pray, right? And you pray, you're literally exercising your faith because you are believing for that answered prayer. And so it's such a complex thing, but my whole point with today's episode is not to convince you that you need faith. It's to answer your question. Okay. Because a lot of women have been taught that in order for me to, you know, be a good Christian or in order for me to be a good religious person, then I have to go to church. Then I have to do X, Y, Z. And I'm here to tell you today that you don't have to do any of that. Okay. You could literally do none of that and God would still love you. And let me just say, kind of going back to me getting hurt in church, there was a time when I was a new Christian. I was new to faith. I was, it was a couple of months into my faith and I got hurt by young women at church. They gossiped about me. They slandered me. And let me just tell you, I'm going to be real honest. I wasn't the nicest person back then because I was ghetto fabulous, okay? (laughs) I was ghetto. And so I didn't have a problem checking you or snapping on you or whatever, right? And so I wasn't the kindest person when someone said something, right? I have since, you know, uh, refined. (laughs) I have since grown and matured. But one of the things is that experiencing that church hurt, you don't see church the same anymore because you start to understand how church functions and you start to understand how people are still humans and people will still hurt you, right? People will disappoint you. People aren't perfect. But what makes me sad and what It's just really like a big reason why some women pull away from church or people in general is because they've gotten hurt in church. So they just kind of associate, well, because this person is a Christian or this person is a person who professes their faith and they did this to me, well, now this is what I think that all Christians are like or that all whatever people of faith are like. And so I want to just tell you that it's a really hard thing to go through when you experience that pain of being hurt in church. But that has nothing to do with God hurting you. And and here's the thing, okay? I'm not like here to do a Bible study because kind of going down that, you know, question or that topic can be so complex because people ask the question of, well, if God was so good, if God was real, then why does this happen, right? Why does why do these bad things happen? And so there is free will, right? We have free will to either have that faith or not. And of course, that's another topic. If you want to talk about that, we can definitely talk about that. You can DM me on Instagram at the Fearless Mohead Podcast. But here's what I want to say, because today specifically... I'm here to tell you that if you are either wanting to come back to your faith or you're curious, you want to explore that some more, you don't need a church building for that. Yes, you need people to pray for you. Yes, you need people to 
teach you when it comes to the Bible or more questions that you may have about God. Yes, you need that. But at the end of the day, the only one you truly need is God, because that is where your faith is going to get strong. For me, when I went through that church hurt, maybe like a year later, a couple of years later, yeah, a couple of years later was when I was actually in business school at a Christian university. And that is where I learned so much more about my faith, about the Bible. And so some women have asked me, how are you able to just kind of mention verses? Well, I'm not the smartest, right? However, it's because of my training and my education. So those things are rooted in your heart. And the thing about your heart Think about your heart like a garden, okay? When you have a garden or you have a plant, but for right now, for this example, picture a beautiful garden with beautiful flowers, your favorite flowers with, I don't know, roses, plants. I'm not like a plant person, but just picture a beautiful garden. When you happen to drive by someone's house and they have this beautiful landscape, Picture the most beautiful garden, maybe one that you wish you had. Your garden is like your heart. If you don't water it, if you don't nurture it and you don't nourish it and you don't give it sunlight, what is going to happen to your garden, right? It is going to wither and may eventually die. Well, our heart is like a garden. It is our garden. And whatever we are putting inside of it, whatever we are giving it, it is going to reflect on the outside. It is going to overflow into every area of your life. And this is the number one reason for those of you who have coached with me, have been in a mastermind, are have been one of my clients, you already know this, okay? I use Bible verses in my coaching. And I give you the option always, you can use inspirational quotes or you can use Bible verses. I know that words are powerful. And I know that the words that we water our garden with, the words that we instill and that we take in are either going to nourish or malnourish the garden, our heart, because our heart is like soil. So if you're not giving it sunlight, if you're not giving it water, then what are you feeding it? And It is so important that you begin to understand that if you take care of your garden, right, if you take care of your heart, you are going to begin to show up differently. You won't compare yourself. You won't because it's easy to do that, right? We scroll, right? And we focus sometimes on those unhealed wounds. If you focus on your garden and you water your garden, it's important to know that. That when you do that, you show up differently. There is an inner light and a beautiful reflection of you that reflects on the outside. Who you are on the inside reflects on the outside. And this is the number one reason why I use Bible verses in my coaching. Because I understand that the words that others have said to you, that the lies that have taken root in the garden of your heart are powerful so powerful that they will control you. But when you begin to nourish your garden and you begin 
to see yourself through new eyes, through a new lens, when you begin to water your garden with words that God says about you, it completely changes everything. So when I use Bible verses in my coaching, it is not to shove my beliefs. It is simply to help you water your garden. And for the mujer, the question was, well, it was a few questions that I was asked or statements, right? Like, why do I feel disconnected in my faith? How do I get closer to God? How do I begin that journey? Because a lot of times we have this misunderstanding that faith has to do with religion. And that's not the case. And I always say, if you like me, even a little bit, it is because of who I am. It is because of God. Because I have been able to go on this faith journey and understand that who I am on the outside, who I am on the inside reflects on the outside. And when we have struggled with allowing others to define us, when we have struggled with trauma and dysfunction, we don't always know how to water our garden. So when you have your faith deeply rooted in who you really are, not what people have said about you, when you have that strong foundation of what faith is, to you because it is not one size fits all, then you can begin to authentically start that journey or go deeper in your faith walk. And what I mean by that is that if people have told you, you have to pray this amount of times, you have to pray this way, you have to do X, Y, Z, you have to go to church, you have to, you have to, you have to, or you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't watch that, you shouldn't, whatever it is, you shouldn't, whatever you should, right? All that, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you should do this, um, do this like this, all those like rules. If people have told you that, and just think about that, how much work does it take To follow every single thing that someone tells you is going to help you go deeper in your faith. It is freaking exhausting. So I don't subscribe to the belief that I have to do certain things to have a deeper faith walk or to have God love me. Because the truth is, I don't have to prove myself to God. He already loves me. And that's the same for you. If people ever made you prove yourself or prove your faith or... I went to a church where if we didn't go to church on Sunday, suddenly we were doing something bad. Suddenly it was the worst thing ever because we weren't being faithful to God. So I went to a church that was very legalistic and religious. They had legalism is really just a lot of rules, a lot of religion. So I don't subscribe to that belief. Okay. I subscribe to the belief that God loves me and accepts me as I am, and that he continues to grow and mold me. So I want you to know that whatever people have said to you about, you have to do this and you have to do that, you can just kind of erase that from your mind because you don't have to prove yourself to God. Just detach the people from God, okay? Now, I want to share a verse with you. 
Because this verse is truly, it is truly, it's two verses. It is truly powerful. And I know I said truly like 10 times, but it's all good. (laughs) It says, this is Jeremiah 29, 12. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. And the next verse says, Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So when you seek God with all your heart, you call on him, you pray to him, he's going to listen. When you authentically, genuinely seek him with all your heart. So whatever people have told you that you have to perform, that you have to be a certain way. I mean, let me just be real honest. I went to a church where you had to dress a certain way to even be acceptable because you were serving. And it's not to badmouth them. It's just an experience that I had that was like, whoa, (laughs) because I'm going to keep it real with you. There's days that I want to go to church with my Nikes and my jeans and my T-shirt, my graphic team, because that's who I am. Right. And Jesus says, come as you are. So if Jesus says, come as you are, then why can't other people accept you the way you are? Right. As far as you not having to perform as far as you not having to measure up. And think about it. If you were raised by a narcissistic parent and you constantly had to perform and measure up to their standards, to their expectations, why would you want to relive that all over again? And that is one of the things that I help my clients. I was going to say my women. (laughs) You know, the moms that come to me the Latinas that come to me who have that desire to go deeper in their faith or even just create those affirmations that help them really dive into who they are. You probably just heard my doggy, but that's okay. <laughs> now, let me tell you this. If you are curious about creating custom affirmations with Bible verses, I do have a guide. It's called the Latina Empowered Guide. You can get it at fearlessmujer.com forward slash resources. I will let you know that I am currently revamping it. So I'm changing the name. It's probably just going to be Fearless Mujer Guide because I'm trying to align it with my book. That's look, guys, I've been asked, when is your book coming out? I don't know because it is a process. I'm hoping maybe before summertime. So be patient. (laughs) But I plan on hopefully having a book launch and just making it really fun. If you are curious about like rewriting those lies, reframing the things that were said about you and creating those custom affirmations, you're just curious, you want to know more, get the guide, the Latina Empowered Guide, fearlessmujer.com forward slash resources. It's going to help you kind of dive deeper into that. If you have more questions, you know that I am an empowerment coach and I love to help women dive deeper. I love to help women create balance in their life, especially the busy moms out there because I get it, you're juggling. So if you would love to grow in confidence, you want to grow deeper in your faith, hit me up. I always meet my clients where they are specific to what they need. So You can hit me up on Instagram at the Fearless Mohead Podcast and 
We also have a podcast community. It is, if you go to fearlessmohood.com, click on podcast community, and it will take you straight there. But anyway, I hope that you have a great day and I will talk to you soon. God bless. Hey girl, wasn't that episode so empowering and inspiring? Hey, do me a favor, share this episode with the women in your life because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. You can share this episode with your amigas by texting them the link, posting it on social, and you can also tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'll make sure to give you a shout out. And hey, if you haven't left a review for the Fearless Mujer Podcast and you have Apple, go ahead and leave me a review. Let me know that you're loving this podcast. All right, girl. God bless.